Chris. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic Podcast number 1170, October 12, 2023. 87 degrees on this day in 1975. 23 degrees on this day in 1917. And as recently as 2009, two and a half inches of snow fell on this day. Wow. Hail the flashlight, King. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. We're all very angry, but you'll, you'll never know it. Because we're all adopting a very pleasant attitude. Well, I'm telling you something right now, you son of a bitch. That is not Bigfoot. (laughs) That's a guy in a fur costume. (laughs) It is, but it was interesting. There is video, Kenny. Kenny's angry. Now Kenny's outraged. (laughs) Well, I wasn't angry, but since he said I was angry, I thought I'd play into it. (laughs) There's video of a couple on a... uh, one of those narrow gauge railroads that zip around the tourist spots of Colorado. Yeah. Ding, out ding, the window, the yeah, ding, ding train. train. And out the window, they film what they're claiming to be Bigfoot. Uh, but the the problem is, you know, it's not Bigfoot because it's not blurry. Is it akin to the news report we discovered years ago where the guy was reporting on the sandstorm and his camera guy was kicking up sand next to him? Is it kind of like one of those deals? <laughs> no, it's a, it's it's no. an actual video. That's right, Chris. Oh, okay. it's, a, it's a video of a, uh, of a fellow uh, that the occupants of the train believe to be Bigfoot. Ah. But it's, again, it's not blurry, so therefore it cannot be Bigfoot. Right. This Bigfoot is blurry. If you had a train, a ding-ding train, and you're having a hard time convincing people to get on your ding-ding train, oh. how would you market it? I'd get a guy to put on a... Uh, Bigfoot suit. Yep. Is this try that in a small town, Kenny? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying, if we saw one of these, we'd pull over, grab the AR from the back seat, <laughs> roll down the passenger window, tell the wife to just lean back a little bit, right, and unleash about 30 rounds. <laughs> yeah, but then, wow. and, that, and you yeah. wouldn't even go to prison if Mary Moriality got a hold of it. Well, thank God. Thank God for me and Mary. Mike Thompson in Big Fork, Montana weighs in. The discussion around your desire to live in a world where strange acting raccoons were your biggest problem got me thinking about the world my wife and I got to live in for three years. Hmm. Check out where this guy lives. We live on a peninsula of Echo Lake in Big Fork, Montana. Okay. There's a standing invitation for you guys to come and do a show here should you ever decide to do that big road trip. And about a 20 in about 2018 a mink decided to make our mastercraft boat its home. He would either vacate it altogether while we used the boat or he would find a place to steal away during those times. It brought crayfish aboard and made a mess with them and a bigger mess when it came out the other end. We called the local critter ridder And he spent a couple of months trying to trap the thing and eventually gave up. One day when my wife was pulling our nephews behind the boat, the the mink ran out and jumped off the back as they were underway. 
This went on for three summers. When we pulled it out of the water for the winter, it left, of course, and would show up again within a few weeks after being put back in in the spring. We didn't know how to get rid of this nuisance. I know how Kenny will have some brilliant hick solution that he would think was simple, but we didn't know one, and we didn't want to poison it so that it could crawl in the hall somewhere and stink for the rest of the summer. No, no, I wouldn't. I'd never poison. No, no, that's evil. I was lamenting to my barber about it, and he told me to put a few of those pungent Christmas tree car deodorizers in the boat, saying that's what a used car dealer friend used to do to keep the mice out. We tried it, and it worked immediately, and has continued to work. We've had no mink the last three summers. Oh, if that was our biggest problem. But for a few moments there it was. Good luck, Mike Thompson, Big Fort, Montana. So there's a little tip for you, GLers. All right. See, I was going to recommend a 110 Conibear body gripping track, but it sounds like huh? they already had a trapper there. I missed that. And he probably tried that, and it might not have worked. And the Steins had quite a dust-up up in Aiken Uh-oh. with a raccoon. A few years ago, we had a suspicious raccoon hanging around our house. I remembered the warning to look out for such critters, as they are probably sick. Both of our sons were up visiting. Billy, our oldest, got up early to find the raccoon in our garage, drooling, foaming at the mouth, and acting strangely. So he picked up a nine iron and a handful of golf balls from my golf bag and proceeded to chase it out of the garage and down the hill next to the house. He continued to harass the coon by pelting him with golf balls, several of which bounced off the walls of the house, waking up his brother, Ben. As Ben described it, when he arrived on the scene, Billy was swinging at the coon with a nine iron, and the raccoon was up on his hind legs, bobbing and weaving and jabbing like a boxer. Ben hollered, stand back, and drew his nine millimeter Glock and dispatched the ailing raccoon with a Mitch Rapp double tap to the head. It just happened that Terry, the wife, was at the vet's with our dog, Tilly. So I called the office and asked Dr. Debbie, the vet, if we should bring the carcass in for testing. She asked if it had bitten anyone. I told her no, and she said, too bad. If it had bitten someone, the test is free. Otherwise, it's 150 bucks. Shocked, I asked why it costs so much. Dr. Debbie said, well, it's complicated. It involves taking a sample of brain tissue. Hearing this, Ben said... No problem. No There's pro- brain tissue all over the yard. <laughs> There's brain tissue all over Mom's hosta garden. I told Ben to take the coon carcass down and dump it in the swamp. Ben now has a raccoon tail waving proudly from the back of his four-wheeler. Good oh luck, gosh. Bill. Oh, that's the best Bill Stein story ever. That's brain go matter. In. Not a problem. <laughs> that's got to go in the problem. next uh, Lard Lake book. <sighs> Santa Bell Jim sent me a gold of my ear quote, and it caused me to look up other gold of my ear quotes. Gold of my ear was the head of Israel from about oh late sixties to the mid seventies. Okay. Uh, you're not old enough to know who gold of my ear name. is, Chris. You don't know who gold of my ear is, huh? Rookie, you don't know. No. Or uh, what's your name, Kenny? You don't know who gold of my uh, ear. Is. I remember very well, Johnny. You do very well. I, I would do. Imagine. Yes. You just certainly. decide who knows what, don't you? Do you, you know you just... where she spent most of her <laughs> early years? Fargo. uh, Milwaukee. Really? Milwaukee. Hmm. She was born in Kiev. She's Ukrainian Jew. Okay. And she uh, was in Milwaukee. It was a long uh, journey for her to become the head of Israel. But some of her quotes are fantastic, including this one. 
We can forgive the Arabs for killing our children. We cannot forgive them for forcing us to kill theirs. We will only have peace with the Arabs when they love their children more than they hate us. We do not rejoice in victories. We rejoice when a new kind of cotton is grown and when strawberries bloom in Israel. A leader who doesn't hesitate before he sends his nation into battle is not fit to be a leader. It was not there if there was a Palestine people in Palestine and we came and threw them out and took their country away from them. It wasn't there. They did not exist. All right. We Jews have a secret weapon in our struggle with the Arabs. We have no place to go. That's their secret weapon. Let me tell you something that we Israelis have against Moses. He took us 40 years through the desert in order to bring us to the one spot in the Middle East that doesn't have oil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You know, the, uh, well, there's more. My God, she was. A story once went around, went the rounds of Israel to the effect that Ben-Gurion described me as the only man in his cabinet. What amused me about that is he, whoever invented the story, thought that this was the greatest compliment that could be paid to a woman. I very much doubt that any man would have been flattered if I had said that about him and he was the only woman in the government. (laughs) Woman's liberation is just a lot of foolishness. It's men who are discriminated against. They can't bear children. (laughs) She was a, a, a distinctive looking woman. Okay. Yes. Well, that's one way to put it. Well, that's the charitable way to put it. It is. But as a kid, she just was a normal-looking girl. Hmm. You know, good-looking young lady. Well, it happens to the best of us, doesn't it, Joe Souchere? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> well, I mean, it. I believe it goes... I mean, Milwaukee's had its share of visitors over the years. In fact, I believe uh, Milwaukee is Indian by nature, meaning the good land. I believe it's Algonquin. Copyright. Alice Cooper in Wayne's World. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You know, that's the problem. I was was worried there for a minute. You sound smart for the first time in your whole life. (laughs) And then you're quoting Wayne's World. Wayne's World. (laughs) See, the beauty of the show, we can't play those clips anymore, but we can can recite them. them. Yeah, Yeah, verbatim. Recite them. Had their share of visitors. (laughs) Garth nodding his head. What was interesting about that, Such, was the quote about Palestine not being a country. Yeah. That's, uh, boy, that says a lot. Joe just marked down the strike that he's going to mention at the post-show meeting today. Right. What's happening in, in our country now as we're discovering, I, you know what? I think, I think I've noticed a ray of hope. I think I have pushback. I have noticed pushback. Yeah, me too. The <laughs> fools who are cheering on Hamas are being called out. For example, uh, there is... The NYU, New York University Student Bar Association president, of course, she's non-binary. Sure. Yes, of course. She's lost a job offer, a good one, after defending Hamas. Uh, A pro-LGBTQ international law firm has rescinded its offer to the president of the New York University Student Bar Association, who issued a statement defending the Hamas attack. NYU Law Student Bar Association President Rina Workman, who reportedly identifies as non-binary and uses they/them pronouns, 
That's all you've had to worry about, Rhina, you fool. You're worried about your pronouns. And you had the gall to defend these murdering barbarians. She issued a statement uh, disseminated to the group's student newsletter declaring unwavering and absolute solidarity with Palestinians in their resistance against oppression toward liberation and self-determination. Afterward, Winston and Strawn LLP announced it learned that a former summer associate of theirs published a certain inflammatory comments regarding Hamas' recent terrorist attack on Israel and distributed it to the NYU Student Bar Association. These comments are profoundly in conflict with Winston and Strawn's values. Accordingly, the firm has rescinded the law student's offer of employment, the law firm said. As communicated yesterday to all Winston personnel, we remain outraged and deeply saddened by the violent attack on Israel over the weekend. Our hearts go out to our Jewish colleagues, their families, and all those affected. Winston stands in solidarity with Israel's right to exist in peace and, condemn, and condemns Hamas and the, or as uh, Don refers to it, Hamas, condemns Hamas and the violence and destruction it has ignited in the strongest terms possible. We look forward to continuing to work together to eradicate anti-Semitism in all forms and to the day when hatred, bigotry, and violence against all people has been eliminated. Our strength lies in our unity, empathy, and shared humanity. Uh, okay, so good. This this complete moron uh, lost a good gig, it sounds like. Do you know the uh, same situation at Harvard? Are you aware of that situation? Well, I'm aware that many members of the 31 groups who stood with Hamas are, are claiming, and I, I guess I don't blame them, they didn't know anything about it. Better than that. Um, there is a company that purchased or hired, I should say, a digital company. So you picture a box truck, right? Okay. Yep. And on all sides of it is a digital screen that yep. people use it for promotional purposes. Harvard students are freaking out after a truck is driving around the school displaying the names of students who signed a letter blaming Israel for Hamas's terror attacks. The digital screen on the truck says Harvard's leading anti-Semites and named all 34 students who claimed Israel was entirely entirely responsible for the Hamas attacks, and that's driving has been driving uh, around that's campus. wonderful. It's fantastic. You, you've got to push back. Yep, uh, it's happening. And it's, Keep it, it going. This yep. is really turning out to be a, a great positive Thursday. And it Go down to Florida, with this idiot at, at the New York School of Law, uh, the non-binary, of course. Of right. Course Go down to Florida now, Joe. Florida. Okay, let's go to Florida, and Ben Sass, former senator from the state of Nebraska, somewhere in the back of my mind, I recalled that he became president of the University of Florida, <coughs> but this is a great reminder that that's where he's landed on his feet. This is how a university president gives a statement in a non-failed academy. Okay. All right. And maybe you other failures, like the president or the dean, whoever the head of Harvard is, couldn't bring herself to be clear. They're, they're destroyed. But here's a, a, a university of president who's not destroyed. All right. Far from it. The University of Florida issued a strong statement of support for Israel, saying there is no defense for terrorism and blasting elite academia for issuing anti-Israel statements. Good. 
I will not tiptoe around this fact. What Hamas, what Hamas did is evil, and there's no defense for terrorism. This shouldn't be hard, Ben Sass wrote in a statement. Sadly, too many people in elite academia have been so weakened by their moral confusion that when they see videos of raped women, hear of a beheaded baby, or learn of a grandmother murdered in her home, their first reaction is to provide context and try to blame the raped women, beheaded baby, or the murdered grandmother. There is no defense. This shouldn't be hard. God, I wish you'd come back to politics, Ben. In other grotesque case, uh, cases, they expressed simple support for the terrorists, Sass said. The former Nebraska U.S. senator did not mince words, blasting Hamas for their terrorist attacks on Israel, which killed over 1,000, including children. Our educational mission here begins with the recognition and explicit acknowledgement of human dignity, the same human dignity that Hamas terrorists openly scorn, Sass wrote. Every single human life matters. The president of the over 60,000 student body defended... Uh, defended free speech, saying that violence and vandalism will not be tolerated. If anti-Israel protests come, we will be ready to act if anyone dares to escalate beyond a peaceful protest. Speech is protected. Violence and vandalism are not. All right. The president also noted that the United with Israel vigil was interrupted after a student passed out. The University of Florida Police Department said in a statement that someone in attendance fainted, which prompted the students in attendance to panic and cause a stampede. The call was misunderstood by the crowd, which dispersed in a panic, police said. All right. The chaos at that event was an unfortunate end to a beautiful gathering, but I wanted you to know that there was no attack on campus and the injuries that have been reported are relatively minor, Sass wrote. Thank you, Ben Sass. And none of you other failed academy people uh, have said this that I'm aware of. Love it. Have I, we seen any we, statements from other university presidents? None to my knowledge. I really wish we had audio of that because the uh, entire speech, I mean, the transcript of it is just amazing. Mm -hmm. It's really good. This guy has got a pair, and he trotted them out for everybody to see. I John, love it. why did he leave Washington? He, uh, remember, uh, he was one of six Republicans who uh, voted to impeach Donald Trump. That's right. And Trump went after him big time. Uh, he also blamed, he said, uh, January 6th was Donald Trump's fault, mm -hmm. which made Donald Trump go after him big time again. And uh, I don't know if he, I know he resigned to take this job. I don't know if it was because he thought Washington had turned into, you know. Well, well you we can't all really blame him. This is, well, it has this turned is, into. Yeah, right. Exactly. This is probably yeah. a good move for him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was kind of kind of forced out, I think, probably. Would be what a great look at re Republican presidential candidate he would make. Yeah. Oh, my word. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's even more positive news on Positive Thursday. Are you familiar with the Democrat from Michigan that has renounced his membership in the Democratic Socialists of America? Please inform us. You're going to have to help me with his last name, John. I hope you know the story. Oh, First name, Shri, S-H-R-I, Shri, Shri. Shri. Shri, I'd say. Thrander, T-H-A-N-E-D-A-R. Thanadar. 
Thenadar announced Wednesday that he is renouncing his membership in the Democratic Socialists of America after the left-wing group promoted a pro-Palestinian rally a few days after Hamas's deadly terrorist attack on Good. Israel. What is 68 who, born in India. Well, who is he? Uh, uh, he's a representative from Michigan, the Democratic. 13th um, Congressional District. All right, in Minneapolis and St. Paul voters... You you've got to work hard to unelect Democratic socialists. They do not have your interests at heart. But you're making the assumption that they disagree with the D, you know the DSA. Uh, Boy, I hope they everyone do. I know does. Okay, good. But from what I'm seeing, Joe Rashida Talib is one. Mm-hmm. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is one. Right. Corey Bush and Greg Cesar Casser. C A S A R Czar of Czar of Texas. EcoFun Motorsports. Yeah, yes, what sir. about it? Tough riding tomorrow. Forty mile hour winds and rain. Yeah, I don't want. To. Who it, likes a good challenge? It's though? time to think of storage, and EcoFun Motorsports will take care of that with a pickup and delivery system, and for what I consider to be a modest fee, a store your scooter. Over the winter, I suppose your electric bike, too, but they don't take up much room. And then they tend the battery, give it a tune-up, keep it nice and dry, and you're ready to go back in the spring. Oh. This is EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake on Highway 97, immediately west of 35, where the Bentelli bikes are on sale, all electric bikes are on sale, the scooters are on sale, the turn every urban errand into adventures, and the winter products are ready. Snowmobiles, 4x4s, always uh, a good supply, too, of great youth recreational equipment, helmets, apparel, service. EcoFun Motorsports is the real deal. They've been with the Garage Logic podcast virtually from the very first day. Mm-hmm. They're in Forest Lake, as I mentioned, on 97, just west of 35, and in Burnsville on the service road of life near County Road 42, ecofunmotorsports.com. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times, and that's why you need the best, and also somebody that you can trust, and that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts, and he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Start the damn thing! Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Gather Joe Souchere. You know, chill out there, Golda. Everything's going to be okay. Wow. For the rest of Rocktober, <laughs> Maple Grove Lock and Safe is offering all in-stock Liberty Safes 20% off to make room for the new stuff coming in. 20% off. Do the math. We're talking up to thousands of dollars. And to make matters even more awesome, Mr. Rich, the owner there, 
He's going to toss in a free accessory installation. When it comes to protecting our junk, our valuables, our good stuff, our cold hard cash, firearms, gold bars, whatever it is, Maple Grove Lock and Safe. And come on, the Liberty Safe. The best options in the Midwest. Rich has been at it for 30 years. And you might now. be pleased. I know that some of you are scratching your head and giving me the side eye. You're going to be pleased to learn that Liberty has a new policy regarding their keeping of backdoor access codes um, to assist you. You know, if you lose your passcode or if law enforcement wants to gain access, they have a new policy and you are going to love it. All you have to do is ask Rich about it. He'll explain. And remember, 20% off. Now is the time. Seriously, does it get any better than 20% off? It's for the rest of Rocktober. Accessories installed for free. Stop in. Say hi to Rich. 6901 East Fish Lake Road, Maple Grove. Oh, you know what? At, at the very least, just go to the website right now, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Based on your behavior, particularly Reavers, well, we don't deserve this email. Okay. I'm hesitant, Matt, to even read it. Please, you won't be silenced. <laughs> we don't deserve this. Okay. Joel, this has been on my mind for a while now, and I would like to share it with you. As a teacher, I often feel that the world is in so much trouble. What could I possibly do to help right the ship? I have the feeling that sometimes you and your crew of misfit uh, may have the same feelings from time to time, maybe wondering why you spend so much of your time and energy into something that you may not see the effects of, which is why I thought I would share this personal story with you. It goes back to your AM 1500 times while I was in the U.S. Marine Corps and stationed in a country that I want to forget. During this time, I struggled with keeping in contact with things that made me feel human and good instead of just a job I had to do. I want to make it clear that I was not the only one, and it was normal for other Marines to stay connected with who we were before combat. But my mother would tape your daily recordings and mail them to me every few weeks. Wow. I would look forward to getting your broadcastings, and it made me feel like I was back home in Minnesota. But more importantly, these recordings helped me feel sane in a world where insanity seemed to be the norm. I also shared your recordings with many other Marines, mostly other Marines who were from Minnesota, but some who weren't. Thanks for taking your time to read this, and please keep up the good work. You have no idea who you are impacting by doing these shows every day, pushing back in a world of bad governance. Joe. Wow. You, you, we don't deserve that. No, no, right. I mean, right, I do, right. but we you don't. don't. Oh. <laughs> right. Do I? Anyone with uh, making fun of Ben Sass's name mm. does not deserve this email. That was during a break. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was live. He said you found it in Milwaukee or something. Huh? Joe. <laughs> what? Joe. <laughs> you found Ben's ass in Milwaukee? <laughs> Let's Joe. turn to Chicago. Maybe there'll be some rays of hope. Wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. You okay over there? Wow. You can't look at Kenny. I'm just... <laughs> wow. Did you, did you short circuit for a minute? <laughs> did I just, just go Mitch McConnell? Just, just start cutting his pills in half. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, yeah, you're right. A sliver before the show and one after the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. let's toke up. Just get a little <laughs> tune. <laughs> let's just get a little tune. Just to take the edge off. There you go. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Was I? Are we Here on? we go. 
Oh, do I enjoy it? Oh, sure, I stretch my... That's only 24 hours late. <laughs> the Chicago Black Lives Matter chapter sparked outrage Tuesday after it posted a graphic of a paraglider with the Palestinian flag that read, I stand with Palestine. The group has since deleted the post. BLM in Chicago is getting a lot of pushback. The BLM Chicago account accompanied the post with the caption, This is all that is... This is all that is it. I don't know what that means. Mm. The post was later updated, formerly known uh, on Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called, with a community note that read on October 7, 2023, Hamas terrorist paragliders attacked a music festival in Israel, killing over 260 people. On Saturday morning, thousands of attendees at the Tribe of Nova Music Festival, we got all that, BLM Chicago addressed the post Wednesday morning. Yesterday, we sent out messages that we aren't proud of, the organization wrote. We stand with Palestine and the people who do what they can to live free. Our hearts are with the grieving mothers, whose res- those rescuing babies from rubble who are in danger of being wiped out completely. Uh, it's too late for me to accept anything from BLM. I've never believed in them from day one. This image was, uh, okay. The post prompted backlash from politicians and media figures from both sides of the aisle. Black Lives Matter Chicago just posted this celebrating the paragliders who massacred the Israeli concert goers. Former Governor Rod Blagojevich Blago- what, how do we pronounce his name? Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Is he still in jail? No, he's out. Okay. Uh, BLM Chicago stands with terrorists who rape women and murder innocents and decapitate babies. Liz Wheeler, host of the Liz Wheeler Show, posted. Utterly sickening from Black Lives Matter Chicago, Aviva Klompas, co-founder of Boundless Israel, posted. And they have used an image of a paraglider like the ones who swooped into an Israeli music festival and murdered, raped, mutilated, and paraded beaten civilians back to Gaza. You know that they killed civilians at a music festival from those parachutes, Ron DeSantis, Rapid Response Director Christina Pushaw commented. You support the people chopping heads off babies and gang-raping women, you sick Nazi bastards. Jason Bedrick, a research fellow at the Heritage Foundation, commented. Uh, honest to God, there's some pushback happening, people. Okay. People are waking up, and we have to. Take a good look, liberal Jews. Carol Markowitz, columnist for the New York Post and Fox News, commented, This is the SHIT you supported. Terrorists stand with terrorists. Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, commented. The official chapter of Black Lives Matter released a graphic of a Hamas paraglider with the text, I stand with Palestine. Journalist Andy No posted, A unit of Hamas militants use paragliders and hang gliders to launch their armed resistance of civilians in southern Israel. BLM, like Antifa, has long expressed support for Palestinian terrorism in the name of decolonialism and fighting capitalism, which brings us back to what we've been discussing all week. What's that? What we've been discussing all week. I'm kidding. Uh, Okay. Uh, I don't know what more I can say. A BLM has been suspect from the day they created. Right. It's corrupt. Their leaders steal money. I don't know what more you want to know. 
Chicago might have been especially. A, They're the ones, uh, remember, that yeah. said uh, looting is reparations. That's right. But what what what's really at the work of the Mysterians here is is even they're they're so intent on ruining Western civilization, so intent on undoing capitalism, so intent on this preposterous idea of equity, which cannot exist. Equity can only exist without freedom. It's the only way it can exist. And they're so intent on bringing that about, they would even side with these murdering barbarians of Hamas. Yep. That's where we are. And, and people are waking up to it. People are waking up to it. These are bad people. These are just bad people. Colleges, BLM, whatever. You're bad people. How do they sleep at night? They don't care. They're, they're not only bad people in many cases, they're just really stupid. Hmm. And it's, it's, it's heartwarming to see that people are awakening to this idea. These are bad people. We've got them in the Twin Cities. What's your prediction, though, on, on the outcome? What are we? We're um, not, not to put a political bent on it, but we're just a few weeks away from an upcoming election. Do you think that this will have an impact? Because I, I'll wait to be shocked, but I don't. I don't. I don't know. As you all know, I can't abide Trump. And I can't abide Biden, so I don't know where I am. I'm just saying. Just, I wish Ben Sass would run for president. Get behind that. I mean, if, you know, Trump is 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 showing his own signs of faltering cognitively. I'm saying just I'm locally not here, showing his own signs of faltering cognitively. Uh, he even said that Hamas was pretty smart in the way they did this. He shouldn't be shouldn't come up with any. Form of applause for Hamas, it, however thinly veiled it is. He shouldn't come up with any form of applause. Right. When is um, Ilhan Omar up for re-election? Not, it's certainly not this cycle. No, no, it's the next one, I believe. Well, what we're learning is the pushback has to infiltrate and win over the constituents who support the likes of Omar and Rashid Tlaib. They have got to they have got to make these people see that let's just take the Somali community in Minneapolis. Don't foghorn community. That's who's voting for well, I would imagine in, in large measure that's who's voting for Ilhan Omar, along with a lot of stupid white people who think they're appeasing some guilt. Right? Okay, thank you, because I don't think she would have won without those stupid white people but go ahead all right do these people these to push back these people must be made aware that if the mysterians win and bring about their vision for this country which is a complete replacement of the constitution a complete replacement of capitalism a complete replacement of the way we live work they will have no freedom Ostensibly, they came here to enjoy freedom, and you are supporting the types of people who want to eliminate freedom, which they must do to bring about equity. There is no such thing as equity if you have freedom. It can't exist. They're not coexistent. Hmm. It can't happen. Do you understand that? I do. That's why this world is... I do. 
You cannot have freedom with equity. Equity has been a corrupted word. If it was stuck to what the value you had in your house, we wouldn't be in any trouble. But it's been co-opted by the mystery to bring about equity. And they bring about in such a way that they think because it doesn't exist, that's somehow an oppression or a victimization. Hmm. No, it's not. It's not. That's the that's freedom. What did we say yesterday? This is a hard country to get by in. You gotta work. There's but winners, you have the freedom to. You people that support Ilhan Omar and you people who support the Democratic Socialists of America on the Minneapolis City Council and you support the Democratic Socialists of America on the St. Paul City Council and you support Rashida Tlaib in Dearborn, Michigan, you are voting to undo your own freedom. That's the pushback that has to be made known to the constituents of the likes of Ilhan Omar. You are voting to not be free. I don't think you'll get that across. I think you have to dumb it down and say that by promoting equity and anti-racism, you're actually promoting hate and racism. You've got to make it clear that what they're prom- what they're for. What they're against, they're actually for. <laughs> Which, I know it doesn't make any sense, but you know what I'm saying. Of course. Wait. Because, they're, 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 Joe, they're promoting hatred and death and racism. With the end game being no freedom. No freedom. That's how sick and demented these people are. They think freedom has resulted in their oppression. Who gave them that idea? Marx, for lack of a a quicker answer. But whose policies have never worked, ever, anywhere. When you talk about Hamas and Hezbollah and the Jews, we're talking here just a up and up straight out racism against Jews. Yeah. They just hate Jews and they win like we said yesterday they won't be happy until they're all gone. I saw a great map uh, among the other things the Jewish nation is being accused of is colonization and imperialism. Right. These are words that these idiots throw around. They don't even know what it means. Well, they're code words they're for code what, words. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a map of the of the uh the Muslim world. Okay. And it's it's everywhere. Yeah, and Israel is this little teeny dot in the middle, of it, yep. surrounded by the spread yep. of of this. It's just extraordinary. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe we've discovered a positive things today. We're seeing pushback. We need more Ben Sasses in the world. We need more people to point out the folly of BLM Chicago or the folly of BLM well, anywhere. I, I think it takes people off the fence where before you had no, you, you had just joke you public, had no opinion about Muslims, couldn't care less, loved Muslims like he loved everybody else. Now he sees the hatred coming from them. And what does that do? That that urges joke you public to not be down with the Muslims. The, not strong, be down. the, the, the strongest sentence Ben Sass had to his students at the University of Florida was... Uh, Unlike, he he pointed out that what's happened in the failed academy, he didn't use the term failed academy, but he might as well have. 
What's happened in the failed academy is the loss of the ability to speak candidly about anything. When he said the the elite leaders of academia, upon learning about rape and murder and bloodshed, they pause to see if they can put it in context. There is no context for it. It's evil, which Ben Sass pointed out. Why don't we come back with John Haidt? Two one positive play for Patrick Thursday, brought to us by Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care, right there in Shoreview, ten sixty County Road E. All things related to auto care can be found right there at Schoonovers. Mike, um, so we're laying down a GL this afternoon, and I think so far today we've done the most positive garage logic show we've ever done regarding americans waking up to the evil that is among us and i'm assuming you're going to add to that with a very positive report from your play for patrick event over the weekend at moundsview high school in arden hills how'd it go there mike uh, i went really well kenny we uh we we ended up screening 158 kids uh 102 of them were normal uh we found 16 with uh uh, normal with a minor variant, meaning uh, they're still growing into their bodies or their body's still developing. So uh, we, we found them. And then uh, it was a little alarming. We found 29 kids with elevated blood pressure, 29, uh, which was kind of crazy. And then uh, most importantly, we found 11 kids, which was uh, that have abnormal conditions. And that was, uh, that was a little high as well. But uh, all confirmed uh, that they're going to be uh, needing to see some type of uh, further follow-up with uh, uh, their doctor and, and a cardiologist. Is it hyperbole to say that you saved 11 lives? I don't. I I, uh, I don't know, Joe. It just depends. I mean, we changed uh, 11 lives and, and probably saved a few. Uh, I think any parent who doesn't take advantage of this is crazy. Look at this. Look at it from this standpoint. We talk about uh, government bureaucracy and programs in trillions of dollars. I can't think of a program that's more clear and works better and is simple to understand than this. I can't. I'm not, I don't even care if you fix my car. I'm telling you, I can't think of a program that makes more sense and is easier. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's, be, you know, the whole screening word is kind of taboo in the medical world. And and uh, and when we were, you know, it's, it, the traction is becoming more and more. We're getting more traction. We're getting more uh, people who are finding it credible that we're, we're getting results, we're, we're finding kids. So I, I think, you know, every screen we, we get more people believing. And, uh, and I think that's, it's just a slow process, but you're right, Joe, it's, there's, uh, there's nothing better. Um, you get to find out if your kid has a healthy heart or not, and it doesn't cost you a dime. What's not to believe in? I, if I my kids were young and they were going into hockey, uh, that's their first stop is one of your sessions. Yeah, it is. It's it's it, the challenge, though, Joe, is, you know, like I say, we had our screen at Moundsview High School, which is in Arden Hills inside the 694, 494 Beltway. Right. Yeah. And we screened 158 kids. We should have had a waiting list of 500. Right. Right. But everybody is too busy. Everybody you know, is, has got the mentality of 
no, my kid's fine. We're, we're, we don't have Joe, issues. What I do, my call to action when we talk about play for Patrick, I'm always beseeching, um, even more so than parents, grandparents. Yeah. People like you and the CP, you've got a whole S ton of grandkids. Um, Mike is screening 14 to 24 year olds. Get them in there, have them checked out. So Mike, you guys found 29 elevated, 11 abnormal. What is the process for a parent after that finding? Do you run right off to your general practitioner? What, what happens there? Yeah, so they'll uh, will the, our docs who meet with them go over the results with them and and explain to them what what's going on. We don't want to put instill panic or fear that you know they're gonna they're gonna collapse that day or you know next week or whatever. Uh, we encourage them to go see their family practitioner, um, who will then uh, you know confirm what we found and then give them a referral to. A cardiologist, whether it be a pediatric cardiologist or a sports cardiologist, whoever specialty they need, um, and to get the treatment that they need. So, fantastic. Uh, we, you know, and and we've already heard from one parent that said that they are well on their way to go check out, and uh, they're going to head down to Mayo. So, um, from from Mondays or from Saturday screen. So, so Such. Mike obviously isn't going to say it, but you and I can say it. He's saving lives. That's what he's doing. It sounds to, like it. Yes. To answer your question, and well, you've got well, another. It's not, not me, Kenny. It's it's uh, it's it's our our team and yeah, and it's yeah. everybody that volunteers. It's those, right. those are those are the folks doing the heavy lifting. I get to do the easy stuff and just talk about it. Well, that that's we appreciate that and we need that. And you've got another event coming up in January, and we're going to hit really hard and talk about that event all of December. Meanwhile, GLers, the official body shop of Garage Logic, you know what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's all fine. All this do good stuff is great. You got dentless repair? <laughs> dentless? Yeah. Uh, painless. I mean, uh, painless, what's the word I want? Paintless repair. Dense repair. <laughs> you yeah. do. I do. All right, because I got a little hail problem. We got to look at dry ice and pops it right out. Uh, I'd rather have him do it. GLers, <laughs> you you heard what just happened. If Schoonovers can handle sushere, they can handle <laughs> anything. Look them up on the web. What's Schoonover? coming up on the ride? Yeah. Schoonoverbodyworks.com. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thanks, guys. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Sports note, twin season is over. Couldn't hit the ball. What did they have, six hits in the two games? Sure did. Yeah. 14 Lost strikeouts three. yesterday? Yep. 14. That's unacceptable. Lost 3-2 to two to the Astros last night. Astros move on to the American League Championship Series for an all-Texas final. They'll play the Rangers. I don't think it's hyperbole to say if you hold the Astros to three runs, you got to win that ball game. Well, not to mention, John and I talked about this after, but for you optimistic Twins fans, keep this one thing in mind. This was set up for them to actually make a good run because uh -huh. everybody that's left, I mean, I'm assuming Atlanta's going to lose, everybody that's left, the Twins can beat. They never had a clearer path to get to a World Series and possibly win than we this had, year. We had an interesting development last night. We all remember heroic moments in sports. Kirk yeah. When someone becomes yes. a legend. I, I, Willie I, Mays go, catch. Uh, Kirk I know Gibson's where you're going. home run. I, I know uh, where you're going. Uh, and now you bring up Buxton. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. To pinch hit, the, the yep. crowd is on its feet. Oh, my God, I stopped the tractor because yeah, I knew it was going to happen. He's got a chance. This is a legendary moment. Yeah. And we saw a potential legendary moment. We saw the flip side of one. It, does, yeah. it often doesn't happen. Yeah. That's, that's a, that was my only statement. Well, okay, a bad oh. hop or a, a great play over second base where they got doubled off. So it's a game of inches. I mean, they had – that could have been <laughs> – yeah, you I know, know, but I'm talking about Buxton's I'm, legendary moment. I think he's being moment. serious, Kenny. I actually was. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it's I just, yeah. I went right over 2B. Ball went right over 2B, and the SS was there to throw it to the 1B. If, if you want a he's nitpick, funny though. when he doesn't try to be funny. Julian, uh-huh. you know, Julian should have been on third base because he was hot, hot dogging it out of the batter's box. Yeah, when it was when it went off the wall. Right. Yeah. Here's you got to run him out, Joe. Here's John. Suits. I was right there with you. I knew that I was witnessing history you, well, being made. We were going to talk about it for the next twenty years. Yep, that would have been the, that would have been it. That's what he would have been remembered for. Yep. Instead, he pops up to the first baseman. Yep. But that'll happen. I mean, that's yeah. you know, you either get your legendary moment or you don't. It's like winning the lottery. Baseball. That's right. You're going to get on well, base or not. That's right. Well, look, <laughs> baseball is over. We turn the page to hockey. The Minnesota Let's Wild go. opens opening night. 23-24 season tonight in St. Paul. They play the Florida Panthers. The Wild is hosting a green carpet entrance from 4 to 5 p.m. Thursday at the St. Paul River Center across the street from Excel Energy Center. A pregame party is also planned from 5 to 7 at nearby Herbie's on the Park before puck drop at 7 p.m. Connor Bedard new- got a goal last night. Or the night before. He's got an assist in the first game, and now he's got a goal. I think he's going to score 75 goals. Wow. That'd be a record, right? Nah, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I'll look up the NHL record. No, you News. Uh, several law enforcement officers in the hospital this morning after a shooting west of Princeton. The Benton County Sheriff's Office confirmed what they called a critical incident took place in Glen Dorado Township. That's between Princeton and St. Cloud. Our uh, folks down at Five Eyewitness News talked with them, and they were able to confirm that five law enforcement officers were shot and taken to hospitals in St. Paul and St. Cloud. All the injuries considered non-life-threatening. Uh, it's still not clear what exactly the officers who are believed to be from multiple agencies we're doing at the time of the shooting. Uh, as of uh, the writing of this, the suspect is not in custody. However, authorities say there isn't any current danger to the public. And residents are asked to avoid the area where it was. It was 190th Avenue Northeast and Glen Dorado Road. And uh, they're being a bit tight-lipped with any more information. No other info has been released as of, I checked about a half hour ago and there's nothing I can give you unconfirmed information. I wish you would, because we got five cops shot, and we don't know what the hell this is. Um, Part of what I listened to on the scanner includes the uh, state patrol, the guy that flies around in the airplane. Mm -hmm. uh, And they were telling him that a guy was barricaded in the home. Okay. So that's that's the only thing I can offer. So still barricaded, probably. That's why. And and that was, uh, I'm going to say that was 830. Okay. 45. It, it was, you know, much earlier. Sure. And all three sure. cops do not have life-threatening injuries. Is that correct? Five. 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 five cops. Five. What'd I say? Yep. Three. Oh. Three. That's correct, Rick. As Metro Transit works to address concerns about crime and drug use on its system, the Met Council has approved a new plan to enforce 
fares. Charles Zell, the Met Council chair, said it's not a question of whether we're doing this. We've made the promise. The Transit Rider Investment Program called TRIP. Get it? Transit Rider Investment Program. No, I don't get it. A transit rider investment program trip will add non-sworn uniformed personnel to trains and buses. They'll be authorized to issue non-criminal administrative citations if you're not paying for the ride. Zell says we've been advocating for this shift for at least six years. Trip was established by the Minnesota legislature during the 2023 session. According to Met Council documents, the first violation will result in a $35 fine, but there are multiple alternatives, including a reduced fine for those who would watch a transit school video. Additional offenses could result in fines from $55 to $100 and a temporary ban on accessing any transit service. Those providing the additional presence on trains and buses will also be tasked with educating riders about fares and connecting those struggling with substance use disorder, mental health, or homelessness to social services. Uh, according to Leslie Kanderos, the general manager of Metro Transit, the TRIP program will free up police officers to focus on public safety rather than just fair enforcement. A kid I used to have and two of her kids uh, took the train to the ballpark last night uh, and and did not get attacked. Okay. I just oh, want good. that in the public record. Yeah, uh, Wayne Gretzky in 1981-82 season. Had 92 goals. Holy, I forgot Oof. about that. His point Jeez. total was 212. Uh, Connor's not going to hit 92. No, and he Gretzky played in eight or 80 games. That's how many he's got. Played. Number one and number two in 83, 84. He hit, uh, scored 87 goals. Huh. He, he can uh, he could shoot the biscuit of the top ten. I think he has four. You all heard the great Gretzky story when he's got his kid at the Hall of Fame in Toronto. No. Oh, you've heard that story. They have a shooting uh, for the public to grab a stick and try to shoot. Sure. The, there's a mock goalie with the four corners open, and and uh, Gretzky and his kid are screwing around with it, and it, Gretzky fires and misses, and the and the guard running the or the you know the worker at the museum running that particular uh, uh, aspect of it said maybe you want to just move your hands down a little, sir, and you could try it that way. <laughs> Gretzky said, I have 897 of these. <laughs> 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 Families of murder victims rallied outside the office of Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty yesterday and voiced their opinions of two recent plea bargains with men who admitted they were guilty. Antonio Moore was stabbed to death five months ago in Brooklyn Center, and Demetrius Harris initially charged with second-degree murder. Well, Harris recently accepted a plea deal from Moriarty's office pleading guilty to second-degree manslaughter. That will likely carry a sentence of four years in prison. Family members don't think that sentence is long enough. Uh, the other case, one we've talked about at length here at Garage Logic. Yes, sir, in the back. No, no, I'll wait till he finish. Oh, okay. Uh, in 2019, 39-year-old Stephen Markey was shot and killed in his car in Minneapolis, and Jared Osman, who was charged with fatally shooting Markey, pleaded guilty, got a 21-year prison sentence. 15-year-old Hussein Braveheart, 15 years old at the time of this, was charged with aiding and abetting in Markey's death. Recently, Moriarty's office offered Braveheart, who was charged as an adult, a plea deal of five years probation if he stayed in counseling and stayed out of trouble. The family doesn't think that sentence fits the crime. Moriarty's office issued the following statement. Our hearts go out to all those who have suffered as a result of violence in our communities. Our goal is to protect and improve community safety by looking at the unique circumstances of each case and doing everything we can to prevent 
prevent something similar from happening again by holding people accountable in a meaningful way. Sometimes that means a long prison sentence and in some cases other tools give us a much better chance of protecting public safety. Okay, here's a way to push back against morality. And I'm, gonna, I'm stealing thoughts from various people who have written letters to the editor, all of whom have had a great point. Mary, you have to show us the evidence for your beliefs. What, what studies are you going to sure. be able to cite? Right. What statistics do you have that your uh, idea of punishment is better and produces results? Show us the material you're, you're obviously uh, you're adhering citing. to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, do you have any uh, academic studies? Do you have any uh, statistical studies from other mm-hmm. cities that show going light on criminal sentences uh, has led to reform and no recidivism or anything? Mary, show us the evidence of your beliefs. There's the pushback for morality. And what would her answer be? Uh, I don't think she has any evidence for her beliefs. I think this is just her with a corrupted brain, a corrupted ideology that's probably been with her since childhood. Hmm. Show us the evidence, then everybody would shut up. And then if she wants to say, look, when I give somebody five months probation, I'm citing this and this and this and this. And look at the results that happened from that five months probation. This kid's now a nuclear scientist or, or whatever. Show me the... Show me the money. She was a public defender, was she not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, how much of that experience tainted her? Plenty. And turned, yeah. Plenty. Yeah. But okay. show me the show me what you're what you were you what is the foundation of your belief? Show me the evidence. Yeah. Well, at least Hennepin County residents are on to her. Yeah, you know, they as are. We, as we read today, and John talked about. Yeah. Uh, it appears More, like another news, ray of hope, Kenny, for today. It's there you go. Positive Thursday. Yeah, this has Thursday. been the best day so far this week. Kenny, I have positive news for you also. Uh, your spam and Velveeta sprees are not in danger. Union workers at Hormel have voted to ratify an agreement with the company. According to leaders of United Food and Commercial Workers Local 663, the deal approved yesterday includes the largest wage increase in the company's history, an hourly wage increase of 3 to $6 more per hour. More than 1,700 employees are represented by the union and have been threatening to strike after their contract expired last month. Here's another. I'm, go ahead, Kenny. I'm telling you the marriage of... Velveeta cheese and spam is akin to that of chocolate and peanut butter. It is fine cuisine mm-hmm. here in the trailer park. Here's a case where you could begin the pushback against Mary. You'll recall the uh, Minnetonka gal uh, who was uh, carjacked and her husband was uh, angry enough to do something about it. Yep. And there was a great turnout at the mini at the Minnetonka City Hall and all of this. Well, it turns out the guy arrested is a guy named Rommel Lewis, 21, and police began to research him and discover that he's the head of essentially a carjacking gang, a car theft ring. Uh, well, let's see what happens. And, and, and Mary, if you're going to let this guy walk, show us the reasons. Show us the statistical evidence of why you think that would be a good idea. Yeah. So that case will be coming up. Ramel Lewis, he's 21, and he's stolen more cars than you can count, allegedly. So there you have it right there. 
In national and international headlines, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken in Israel today. In remarks while standing alongside Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in Tel Aviv, Blinken said, The message that I bring to Israel is this. You may be strong enough on your own to defend yourself, but as long as America exists, you will never, ever have to. We will always be there by your side. Netanyahu replying with thanks to the U.S., saying thank you, thanks to President Biden, and thank you to the American people for your incredible support for Israel in our war against the barbarians of Hamas. U.S. officials and the Qatari government have agreed to stop Iran from accessing that $6 billion account for humanitarian assistance in light of their attack on Israel, Hamas's attack. That, according to Deputy Treasury Secretary Wally Adeyemo, he told House Democrats that this morning. The decision not to permit access to the money comes just a few weeks after the U.S. and Iranian governments announced a deal to set up the humanitarian assistance as part of a prisoner swap aimed at easing hostilities in the region. And Diamo told House Democrats the money, quote, isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Senators of both parties, including Senate Banking Committee Chair Sherrod Brown, have called on the Biden administration to renege on that agreement. Johnny, uh, KSTP is currently reporting that a suspect is now in custody in the Benton County police shooting. Good. No name has been released, but a suspect is in custody. Got it. Uh, In a speech last night, former President Trump accused Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, of betraying him just before the U.S. killed a top Iranian general in 2020, breaking from the Republican presidential primary field's uniform support of Israel as it responds to that Hamas attack. Trump's comments at a West Palm Beach, Florida rally were quickly denounced by one of Netanyahu's allies and by several Republicans who opposed Trump, including a strong rebuttal from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a 2024 rival. A new Fox poll says President Biden edges out former President Trump in a projected presidential matchup, but he leads by just one point. Biden's support is between 45 and 49 percent against each Republican running for the White House, including a narrow lead over Trump. Uh, DeSantis has a two-point edge, though, over Biden. And a former and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley tops Biden by four points, according to the new Fox survey. But despite a batch of legal challenges, the poll shows that Trump is still decisively leading the entire GOP primary field. Now that House Republicans have chosen Majority Leader Steve Scalise as their nominee for Speaker, the race is on to secure the 217 votes he'll need on the House floor to win the gavel. The GOP conference picked Scalise as their nominee yesterday in a secret ballot. Lawmakers exiting the room said the vote was 113 votes for Scalise, 99 for Representative Jim Jordan. A handful of Republicans declined to vote. With Scalise falling well short of the 217, Louisiana Congressman's path to the speakership is uncertain at this point. He was holding meetings last night to try and unite Republicans behind him, but some lawmakers say they are still supporting Jim Jordan. Somebody won the Powerball last night, and chances are it wasn't you. Guess what? I bought a ticket. Did you? you? I was at the gas station yesterday, so I bought a ticket. Did you win? I did not win. Oh. You'd have had to have bought this one in California. Somebody bought it at a liquor store. Just one winner. One winner wins the $1.76 billion. uh, John, we were having such a wonderful positive Thursday. Why did you have to bring this up? (laughs) Yeah, I'm Uh, sorry, Kenny. This just makes me so angry. You're a real Ben's ass. You know that, John? (laughs) He's going to ignore it, isn't he? Um, He is. 
Uh, Kenny, uh, if you haven't checked your ticket yet, you never know. You may have won 100 grand. No, I, 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 I checked. I checked. <laughs> He's way ahead of you. I didn't Believe check. You mean it could still win some money? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you you got to have to win money. Couple the power, couple balls. What was the Powerball number? I I don't have the numbers, John. I'm sorry. You know, I think it was a, ten. Powerball number was ten. I believe. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know what I got. Uh, <laughs> do you know that there's a partial eclipse of the uh, a solar eclipse this uh, Saturday? Really, I did know that. I, I don't know that we'll see it. We're having some. We're going to get into a bit of uh, windy, cool fall weather. Forty mile an wow. hour wind gusts. I love that. Yeah. A lot um, of rain too. Though. And rain and. On Sunday, it looks like there's also going to be a total eclipse of the heart. Thanks, Bonnie. It, you have to turn around to see it. <laughs> well, Thank that you. was a better line than the first Thank one. You. I okay, that. thanks. Uh, how about what? I got a barn find for you? Just okay, excited. then let's wrap it up with that barn find. Okay, so that was the hurry up sign, right? Yeah. Well, no, uh, I'm just no, saying let's giving me wrap the it up with the barn sign. sign. Barn find thing. Uh, I love barn good, finds, John. Uh, well, I don't know if you're going to love this one. You car guys will have to let me know if this is exciting. A 1981 DeLorean. I'm not a DeLorean guy, but that's a rare find. It's And it's very, well, listen, the blast from the past, uh, perhaps best known as the type of car used as the time machine in Back to the Future, sat in a Waukesha County barn for almost 20 years. The 42-year-old vehicle still has all original parts and... Nine hundred seventy-seven miles. Well, that is a that's an wow. excellent find. That's wow. an excellent anything, find. Yeah. Anything with that kind of mileage, yeah, I'd take a Ford Pinto with that kind the, of mileage. The stainless steel Deluxe. machine has a new owner <laughs> after sitting in the barn untouched and undriven. Michael McAlatin, who is the owner of DeLorean Midwest in Crystal Lake, Illinois, a restoration company, says the fellow would said he would go out to the barn and just look at it because he thought it was a really cool car. McAlatin says he got wind of the hidden treasure by a phone call from New Mexico. He said it all happened pretty quick because once I found out the car was close and how it was low mileage, I was excited to take a look. The nephew of the car's original owner, Tone McAlatin, they were looking to sell it. So he and his social media coordinator, Kevin Thomas, made the trip to the barn to see the car. It turned out better than they thought it would. He said they opened it up, said there was a mouse in the center council, the first thing they saw, but he said the car has withstood the test of time despite the mice invasion. Get said, to no, the point. How much? He said, I, I don't have a price for you, Kenny. Oh, well, Sorry. what's the point Jesus. of the story? What the <laughs> hell? Aren't you curious, John, you know, what the John, what it cost? Before <laughs> this show is over, it's your job and your only job to find out what he paid. Yeah, My look God. it up on the Google was, or something. That's all a, we care about. Kenny was so positive until I did that Powerball story. Now I, have a, I have a theory <laughs> on this, Joe. When you have that car with that mileage, you go to social, you post a picture of the vehicle and the odometer, and you say, it's not for sale, mm -hmm. and that's when the real bids roll mm -hmm. in. That's for ten points. Oh. For ten points, where were Delorean Deloreans made? Detroit. Uh, no, oh. they were made overseas. Yep. Um, Germany. Like, nope. Some asshole like Switzerland or something. Nope. France. Nope. nope. I don't Ireland. know. Ireland. Ireland. Made in Ireland. Really? Oh. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. John, uh, we're going to take well, a break. By I'm the time we come up. back, you better have the price. You better of the have thing. it. I'm serious. Or else, or else. 
or else you're going to have to sit and listen to me talk to you about Minnesota Masonic Charities. And I love telling you about every every little aspect of what they do is positive on this Positive Thursday. And here's a little... Um, it's true that Freemasons are known for their secret handshakes, fancy hats, countless History Channel programs, but they would prefer to be known for the Masonic Children's Hospital, the Masonic Cancer Center, the Masonic Institute for the Developing Brain, caring for our elders at the Masonic Home in Bloomington. What a great campus that is. Millions of dollars in scholarships for Minnesota students and unlocking communication for thousands of Minnesota children struggling to find their voice. I read the list of uh, famous Masons, George Washington, Ben Franklin, uh, William Bud Abbott from Abbott and Costello. Yes, there's so many. And you know what? They all had one thing in common. They did good. So if you want to do yourself a favor, do some good. Go check out their website. It's online, Minnesota Masonic Charities, mnmasoniccharities.org. 59, 60. Not a garage logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. Well, and she's really well noted in her circle. She did Ninth Street Ladies about all the obscure female artists in the world. What? Yeah. She lives in a cottage in Ireland. I mean, she's a cool character. I remember wow. hearing about that. It's like yeah, we just boy. Didn't play. <laughs> when, oh. when did we talk about Jesus? It was last when week. We one day, Joe. When did we talk? When did we talk about this? A week ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. A week ago. Uh, just talk. Talked to her yeah. about the book, talked to her about Madonna. Uh, Thanks she, for those tips. You thought she was a horrible <laughs> performer and a great voice. I thought she was hot How? in high school. Ask her about Hamas. Rick, what other tips would you give Joe about the interview? Ask her about those pointers, those tin, the oil cans, the reverse funnels. Oil Where did she get that idea? Yeah. It's like, you know what? She's going to fit in just fine here. Oh, she's, she'll get, she gets whatever it is. She gets it. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access. Invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. Why doesn't this work? I have no idea. Almost two grand, 1999. I was not aware of that. Here's a guy. Not, not, nothing's working when I press a button. Get anything to work. God <laughs> dang it. Joe Souchere. Hey, well, gentlemen. Why doesn't it? I don't know. I can fire you one from this side if you'd like. You know what, Joe? Let's keep the positive theme going. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to play Love in a Hardware Store. Nine thousand DeLoreans were made. Sixty-two nuts and bolts of life. Joe That's Sussure. pretty many, actually. Yeah, sixty-five hundred believed to still exist. Wow! If you need an auto loan for one of those DeLoreans, then check out my friends at North American Banking Boom. Company. Guess who's back in the mix? Bilski. That's nabankco.com <laughs> to you, Joe. Okay. North American uh, Banking Company is my bank. Yes, Kenny, what were your... What I hope you like they're smart say? enough not to give out loans for DeLoreans. Those things are crap. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. Maybe yeah. they'll run that through the uh, efficiency meeting supervision yeah. thing. Yeah, nabankco.com. That's their website. If you're thinking of making the switch from the big national bank like I did a couple of months ago, then check out my friends at North American Banking Company. They've been at it since 1998, and when they first opened, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers 
partners where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a, a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. And they get it. They know that there's no shortage of banking options here in the Twin Cities. So if you're tired of just being a number, well, then make sure you check out my friends. Here's the deal. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but you're going to get great customer service. So six locations to serve you. Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove, nabankco.com. Joe? Only because they come to us all the way from, get this now, Quito, Ecuador. The Lymans are in Ecuador. Oh, cool. It's this day in history. Go to where you can find them and their travels at WorldwideWaftage.com on this day. Joe, today is October 12th. In 1892, the first car of iron ore traveled from mountain iron to Duluth and assays at 65% iron. Minnesota would lead the country in iron ore production for many years, and iron in the form of taconite is still a major export. On this day, uh, October twelfth, in nineteen thirty-one, with oh look at this now, with the parade and elaborate ceremonies, a bronze statue of Christopher Columbus was dedicated on the state capitol grounds, sculpted by St. Paul native Carlo Brioschi. The statue was sponsored by the Minnesota State Federation of Italian American Clubs. It is now under a canvas in some storage building. Hmm. Because it just yeah, was not, too too it. hurtful. Right. It's too hurtful. On this day, uh, ten twelve in nineteen ninety seven, Marcelina Anaya Vasquez, founder in nineteen seventy of the Migrant Tutorial Program, died. Working in St. Paul's West Side, Vasquez trained bilingual tutors to assist migrant children with their English and writing skills. The St. Paul school district had taken over her successful program in 1978. I would imagine they ran it right into the ground if it was the school district. Probably. Yeah. Or it still exists. Yeah. I don't know. 50-50. Thank you, GL. Wait, 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 yes. wait. No, no, no. Yes. John did not answer our question on the What's air. What's your question? What did they get for I that mean, car? We uh, They would not give a price, but ones that are similar but have more miles right now have gone for up to $102,000. Well, I would so. say, given original owner and no miles on it, this was two hundred grand. That would be yeah. my and guess. This fellow we talked about in the story has a restoration business that's all DeLoreans. I went to his website. It's, it's kind of fascinating. He's got all the parts. He's got a whole uh, parking lot full of DeLoreans. So I guess if you're a DeLorean guy. 9,000 were made, roughly 9,000. Yeah. I don't understand what its niche was. It, it wasn't attractive. Was it rust-free? Because it... Was it, no, it was just a neat thing to... It wasn't neat. There was nothing neat about it. <laughs> yeah, it if was, you had a DeLorean, it was, it was pretty cool. Well, It was supposed to be a two-seat sports car, according yeah, to it was. I it, it, uh, yeah, yeah. I want you to look up the Bricklin, a sports car with gullwing doors made in 74 and 75 in Canada. I remember the Bricklin. They look like their brother and sister. Yeah. They're really? just both yeah. homely and ugly and putrid. Mm-hmm. Was it mentioned yeah. 9,000 were made? Yes. Got it. Yeah. Well, somebody Which emailed. is pretty many, really. What From what years to what years do we know? 81 to 82. 81 to 82? Yeah. Huh. Well, okay, if you got one, uh, good huh. for you. I mean, I don't deny that it's uh, highly collectible. It's just not, you know what it isn't? It's just not my cup of tea. There, I'd rather have an Edsel. There yeah, was I would a, too. 
a guy that lived off of Sheridan over by St. Teresa's yep. in St. Paul yep. had a DeLorean. Really? Mr. Lindbergh. I think he was a he was a court guy. I remember his son went really? to school with I've my brother never Steve. seen one. That was a that was decades ago. I'm, yeah, I don't know what. I've never seen one. We kept it or not. Now can I say thank you, GLers? Sure. Thank you, GLers. GLers, thank you, and I want you to celebrate Garage Logic, of course, and show off your support for GL with your very own GL T-shirt, long sleeve tee, a hooded sweatshirt from 30 years of common sense to the knack hardware and lounge. We've got it all for you at GarageLogic.com. Perfect for birthdays, holidays, special occasions like Halloween. If you don't exchange Halloween presents, this would be a good time to start. What about a happy Valentine's Day gift? Happy Valentine's Day. That's coming up. Just around the corner, tis the season. Visit the entire store and all the available merchandise at garagelogic.com. It's not just around the corner. You mentioned it. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, subscribe to uh, Garage Logic on the YouTube page. It's free. Go to garagelogic.com to sign up for the town council. Pre-access, post-access, and access during the breaks for ten bucks a month or a hundred bucks for the year. It's a gem and it's a great deal. What? It is time once again that we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mister Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now's the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Do exactly what I did and pick up that phone and dial nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. That number once again is nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. You call that number, you get Josh, and you will always get straight talk. You will never get sugar coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. And boy, Josh, so much to discuss today. Earnings are coming in, the CPI reports, and of course, you have thoughts on the Fed. Well, we'll always start with the Fed, Chris, because the market is still concerned somewhat about the monetary policy coming from the Fed and how the Fed might react to economic reports like yesterday's producer price index, which came in a little higher than expected on the backs of, of course, of higher energy prices, which percolate through the system as well as higher salaries being paid, which adds to cost of manufacturing or producer prices that get passed through. Today's CPI number came in slightly higher than, than expected, but the core CPI came in in line, which initially gave a boost to the market. But on further examination, the fear is that the CPI number could lead the Fed to continue with their higher for longer mantra and move away or move further away from cutting interest rates in 2024. The CPI number, of course, is heavily influenced by housing costs, and housing costs are still going up. If I were to take out housing costs, well, the CPI number would probably be closer to being in line or even starting to move down. And then, of course, you still have rising energy costs which, of course, are not going anywhere soon. So just keep that in mind. The Fed is still there. Interest rates are you know, still going to be moving. Well, they're probably going to be moving or be more on the high side. Now, of course, with housing prices going up, a lot of that has to do with the higher cost of mortgages. And mortgages right now are approaching 2021 
highs around 8%. So, of course, that CPI number, heavily influenced by housing, is going to be impacted by the cost of mortgages. Housing still, while slowing, has not fallen off a cliff, which is a positive for a lot of industries that support housing and companies that support housing, including companies like Home Depot and Lowe's, among others. But now when it comes to, now we'll shift from, you know, the macro issue, okay, the Fed is going to be raising or keep interest rates high. That to me is a continued signal to stay away from bonds. And of course, I've said, I am not a bond investor. But if I look at the overall performance of bonds, and particularly government bonds, it's a losing investment. Yes, you get the yield, but the value of your bonds goes down as prices go up. You have money that is in any bond-related investment or even in a balanced or so-called balanced portfolio, 60% stocks, 40% bonds. You're going to have a tough time moving ahead with the anchor and not necessarily safety of the value of your bonds. This will come to a fore tomorrow as earnings start coming in from banks. If banks are forced to market their bond portfolios, they're going to suffer significant losses. That's a heads up. I am not a bank investor and I avoid investing in banks primarily for that reason. Positive news on the earnings front, we had Delta came in with a beat, but not a raise, yet Walgreens missed their numbers, but they're coming in with a new CEO, which could change the dynamic there. And Domino's Pizza, sales were big overseas, not as big here in the United States, but we are coming into a positive season for Domino's, which would be football season, and a lot of takeout takes place. And Chipotle, for all you folks who love their burritos, you're going to be paying more. As Chipotle said, they're going to raise prices again. Their stock was off, but Chipotle over a long term has been a big winner. For my stock or some of my stocks, I got a nice boost for favorite Amazon, not only with a good October Prime Day sales, but also announced a partnership with AI firms Anthropic. And that will, or they'll be able to utilize Anthropic's AI tools through Amazon Web Services. And that is a big plus for them. Very good advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free, yes, I said free, 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.